Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Good morning. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630 KSLR. Next Talk Radio is brought to you by Next Talk, a nonprofit organization bringing parents, school officials, and communities together to keep kids safe online. Find resources, videos, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? You know, we talk about cyber parenting um, as the process of keeping our kids safe online and how parenting has taken a shift. And we have to recognize this shift in how to parent it. Um, You know, having restrictions and safeguards and tech tips, all that stuff is important. Products to monitor and make sure that they're not going to bad sites. All of those things are so important. And actually, on our next show, we're going to cover some major tech stuff for you on that. Mm -hmm. But today, we want to focus on something that we think is the first line of defense, because all those things are tools to use in this journey. The main thing is the relationship. You know, restrictions are important, but it's about the relationship. It's almost like our relationship with God. You know, yes, he gives us restrictions, but they feel like rules Mm -hmm. unless we get to know the heart of God. And then they become, oh, they're protecting us. And so that's the same reason why we want to give restrictions to our kids in their online world. Not because we, you know, want to make their lives miserable, but because we want to protect them from bad things. And so the relationship between parent and child allows the child to see the heart behind the parent. And it doesn't become friction, but instead becomes this beautiful, safe place of open communication. That's really the key there, safe place. Mm. It's not easy to create. Some people don't know how to create it, including myself. We, we look at that word and we think, create a safe place. How in the world? Do, what are you saying? Well, you know, I have the youngest kids on our Next Talk team. I have seen the benefit of starting that early. But I need you to hear me. Even if you've got older kids, it is not too late. Never, ever too late. Don't let Satan feed that lie into your heart. If your kids are even in high school, you can sit down with them and you can start this conversation and work with them on finding a way to have a safe place in your home and in your relationship with you and your spouse to create a safe place where they know they can come to you for anything and everything. We serve a big God and he can do anything in your relationships. So do not fall into that trap of thinking it's too late. Yes. And you know, when I first started this journey, I thought, well, of course my daughter can talk to me about anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm the mom. Hello. Of course. They can come to me for whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, we go to church every weekend. We're a loving family. We read yeah. scripture together. We pray together. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about these difficult prayer requests and things that people are struggling with. We talk. Yeah. How many times have you thought, I've got this. I've We're got good. this. Yeah. Oh, uh-uh. you know, God revealed to me that's when Satan sends in that slimy serpent, just yep. like Eve in the garden. Yep. They thought they had it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were living the life. And then boom, yep. you know, he still killed and destroyed. He was looking for a way to get into that family. And he did. And so we have to have our guard up. 
So many times when we say talk, what does that mean? We want to go back to Deuteronomy 6, 6, and 7, and we mentioned that last time, but that Bible verse is so near and dear to us. You know, it says, teach your children these commands. Talk about them when you are at home, when you are on the go, when you are getting up, and when you are going to bed. When I first realized my daughter was hearing about all this online stuff, and I was like, oh my gosh, she has to come to me for this. Mm -hmm. Like, she can't Google it because all kinds of horrible stuff would come up. I didn't know how to start that conversation. It was awkward for me. And so... One night, God revealed the going to bed part of the Deuteronomy 6, 6, and 7. Yes. And, you know, we all know our kids, they don't like to go to bed. Mm-mm. You know, you tuck them in, and then they're thirsty, and then they got to go to the bathroom, and then all this stuff happens, right? So many excuses to stay up late. <laughs> yes. So what I am saying to you is capitalize on that, yeah. because Deuteronomy 6, 6, and 7 says, talk about them when you're going to bed. Mm-hmm. So when we first started this concept of open communication in our family, we would schedule it on our calendar. Mm-hmm. Every Monday and Wednesday, my husband and I would switch, and I would have caffeine later in the day because I would know that was going to be my talk night. And this one night in particular, I crawled in bed with my daughter. She was nine at the time. And I said to her, is there anything that I can do better as a mom? It stings. (laughs) You know, and what she said to me rocked me to my core. Yeah. She said to me, Mom, you're not a good listener. Hurts. Hurts. And in my mind, I was thinking, do you know how much I juggle? Yes. Like, I have so much going on. I have laundry. I have this. I have, you know, this nonprofit. I'm writing a book. Like, all this stuff is happening. Yes. And, um, but I didn't say any of those things because she was telling me I wasn't a good listener and I needed to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, the core of open communication is sometimes we have to look in the mirror yeah. and say, what can I change? so that my kids will feel completely safe with me. So true. And it looks different for every family. We say that all the time. And guess what? It looks different for every kid. Mm -hmm. I hear that a lot from parents, especially I, my oldest, my two oldest are both boys. And when they come home from school or when I feel like talking, it's usually not when they feel like talking or opening up. It's easy for me to be like, tell me all about school today. What happened and who said what and how's it going? And they'll be like, it's good. We're good. They just don't want to open up at that time. But listen, yes. I can tell when there's a struggle. I know when something's going on. And I can see it in their eyes and I see it in their actions. And so for my middle child, I know if I grab a bat and a baseball and we head out to the street and we start playing and I start talking to him why we're doing something active – I'm going to get every story that has ever happened and then some because that's when he feels comfortable talking. It's not mom on the couch, like snuggling. That's not it for him. Mm -hmm. He wants to be active. My oldest, it's at nighttime. Same thing. He wants to talk and talk and he'll just open up and share things. And it's really going to be different for my daughter, too. I know it will. So recognizing what that safe place is for your kid and when they open up and are willing to talk and not making it the same for every single one of them is so key. It's all about them. It's not about how we think it needs to look. You need to know your child, and you need to find the right time. And you may find a couple time slots that work for different kids. You know, with my daughter, it's when we're in the car, which I love Deuteronomy 6, 6, and 7, on the go. On the go. And at bedtime. Those are her two times. My son is completely different. It's right when he gets in the car. Like, I know whoever's cussed 
what new words he's been exposed to before <laughs> we're out of the school parking lot. Like yes. that, he just needs to get it off of his chest. I love that. Which I love, but it's so different. So know your child and find the right time and try different things to get them to open up to you. I'm glad you said that because one thing we come across a lot with parents is they'll say, I told my kid, tell me about this or share with me what's happening here. And when their kids don't open up, they continue to force the topic or force the issue. And then it becomes the kid feeling attacked for information. It's an interview versus a conversation. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a safe place where your kids feel free to open up when they're comfortable. I hate the word nag. I'll just be really honest with you. But, you know, in Proverbs where it says, you know, a naggy wife, a naggy mom is like a dripping faucet. faucet. You know, God showed me early on nagging is never going to get you anywhere. And I bring up the, the wife version because the same thing with my husband. When God started revealing all these things to me, we would go to bed at night and I would be like, oh my gosh, we got to cover this topic. We got to cover this. We got to cover this. Like we got to do this now because Mm -hmm. she's getting ready to go to middle school. And this is all so important before they go to middle school. Here's the thing that put up a wall between my husband and I, and it wasn't good of me to like force all this on him because just like we always say, it's not a script to follow. This has to be like a Holy spirit guided discussion that you're having with your family members Mm -hmm. and, and nagging did nothing but put up walls. It doesn't work with your husband. It doesn't work with your wife. It doesn't work with your kids. Mm -hmm. Start the conversation with everybody in your family. Create a safe place at a time that works for each person, whether it's your husband, your wife, or your kids, and you will see a world of difference in them coming to you and you being able to talk about the hard stuff. It will happen if you let it happen organically. Well, and now it's so cool to see my husband. Like, he'll come home and he'll be like, hey, my you, we covered this topic today in the car yeah and I'm like what yeah like we didn't even talk about that I didn't even know you were go-. he was like no I, I felt led we we got it we covered it and we yeah. did this and it's so cool to see because it's not me nagging it's not me right. forcing it but he is learning the value of open communication like I am mm-hmm. and so because he's learning it now he's more invested in it absolutely and everybody's on their own journey mm-hmm. on when this light bulb moment happens mm-hmm. and so we have to love our family members with grace and this comes in with kids too I mean if you're like I'm gonna cover the sex talk tonight and then you start the conversation yeah and they're like not having it yeah you need to change the conversation quickly and you don't need to be mad at them that you don't want to have this this idea they don't want this idea of well mom doesn't mom's mad at me she's because I won't talk to her right we don't want to establish that so start that one thing that I say in my book is once they do start talking and it's going to happen once they realize oh I'm safe with her Number one thing, remain calm. If you're just tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim. We're here every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630 KSLR. Next Talk Radio is brought to you by Next Talk, a nonprofit organization bringing parents, school officials, and communities together to keep kids safe online. Find resources, videos, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. We're here talking about such an important topic today. Um, how to create that safe place for our kids. What does that look like? And you just brought up a great point. Explain. Well, 
I've been known to go into crazy mom mode. (laughs) What is that? And it's not pretty. It's, you know, where I'm overreacting, my voice is elevated, and I'm just crazy. Like, I'm not thinking logically. I'm thinking with feelings and emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, For me, I feel that rise, my chest tightening, and I know my eyes are big, and I'm like, what? It just comes out. It's like if your kindergartner comes home and says, mommy, what does the F word mean? But they say it. And so it rolls off their little tongue. Because they don't know. Because they don't know. And then, you know, the crazy mom response would be, don't you ever say that? Oh, my gosh, I can't believe you said that. What did you just say? Yeah. That's not the right response. And I've done it. And so if you've done it, you're like, oh, my. Mm -hmm. What I have done before is I will go back and apologize to my kids and say, I handled that wrong. And that's not the way we're supposed to handle it. I call it the parent filter in my book. So it means you're a complete sweaty horrendous mess on the inside Mm -hmm. but on the outside you are so calm and collective (laughs) and you are not yelling and your face is not red I have a great example of that Um, our kids have tablets they earn some tablet time after doing schoolwork or chores and so they look forward to that my seven-year-old he was playing a game that we had researched together we looked at it. It was an appropriate age. It was four plus. Um, it was just a fun game where you roll this ball and down these different pathways and seemed cool. Um, as you probably know, when you're playing a game, a lot of time ads will pop up. And in particular, this time he was playing this new game that we had found. And he came to me and he showed me his tablet. And he said, Mom, where is this lady's clothes? And, you know, I immediately was like thinking oh as I reached for the tablet and it was a woman who was scantily dressed it was she was kind of like a warrior viking and she had clothes on but there was certainly not enough of them and so thankfully we had already set that standard in place when you see something inappropriate online you look away you come to mommy and let's talk about it so he knew what to do and he did it so that was a high five I pointed that out to him right away I was like son even though inside I wanted to be like what are you looking at? Why? No more tablet. That was my first reaction. Tablets go away. Instead, I said, I'm so proud of you. I can't believe that you followed through and you came, you showed me, and it's not something that your heart and your mind's ready to see. So let's wait till it's gone. Then you can play your game again. And he was like, thanks, mom. He's like, that was weird that she forgot her clothes today. And we just had a (laughs) good laugh and moved on, you know, a seven-year-old laugh. But the takeaway is that he knew that he could tell me that we could talk about it and that it wouldn't mean that everything was taken away from him. And so I know he'll come to me again. Yeah. And, you know, even when my kids see stuff online, I will say to them, I'm so proud of you for telling me. Like, this tells me that I can trust you on the online world because you're protecting your heart and mind. Like, you're being responsible enough. And so sometimes, depending on the situation, I will say, let's pick out a new app today. Yeah. Because I'm going to reward you because I trust you. Now we need to still do it, research it and look at the content, that kind of thing, but walk through it together. You know, the parent filter, it, it, it helps with apps and what they're seeing online. It also helps in normal day conversation. Yes. You know, my daughter and I, she's 13 now, and we've had several sex talks, and I can tell you that the questions get more detailed as we go on. Because I'm sweating just thinking about it. <laughs> parent filter, Kim. Exactly. Parent. I'm looking calm, but I'm sweating. Um, but, you know, one time we were driving on a highway headed home and I'll never forget it because we had reached the point in the sex talk where I had to specifically tell her how things go together 
and I am driving down the road at night. I mean, clinched to the steering wheel, sweat dripping, literally. Yes. (laughs) And I tell her, you know, I tell her the information. Mm. And she says, totally mastering the parent filter. Like by that point, I had, I knew, I was very calm. No elevated voice when I'm describing this. And what was hysterical was she said, Mom, you got to pull over right now. I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Real life. (laughs) And what was even cooler, and I share this story in my book, is that night when we got home and we walked in the house, she kind of did a double take at Dad. And then she looked at me, and then she went to her room. She put it all together, (laughs) and like, oh, I didn't want to know that. I didn't know if she'd let me share that in my book, but she gave me permission. So it's a pretty cool story. But that parent filter is very important. Yeah, they're going to ask those hard questions. And, you know, it'll start young with the curse words and things that they see. And then it's going to get more detailed and more important. And so we've got to master that parent filter, be calm and willing to talk about anything with them without losing our ever-loving minds. Yes. If you you have an older kid and you're starting to check their phone for the first time and you see some inappropriate content, you know, breathe. You step away from the device and the child Mm -hmm. and spend some time in prayer about how to approach it. Because if you lose it and just go ballistic and start screaming, there's going to be just instant walls. And I know you want to do that. And you have the right to do that Mm -hmm. because we are mad about what our kids are being exposed to. But we have to take a step back from those feelings and really approach this from a logical um, a point of view on how to create more open communication. If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim. We're here every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630 KSLR. Next Talk Radio is brought to you by Next Talk, a nonprofit organization bringing parents, school officials, communities, everyone together to keep our kids safe online. Find resources, our video series and curriculum, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. We're here trying to figure out the best way to master that parent filter so we can create a safe place and open communication in our families. Um, You know, we have parents come up to us all the time who have gone through our curriculum and have learned what uh, we talk about with uh, that parent filter, and they say, it works. Yes. And they are so excited and so surprised. They'll say, my kid showed me this thing, and I literally wanted to lose it. I wanted to scream, but I remembered what you said. Yes. And I took a deep breath and I talked with them and they were surprised yeah. that I was so calm and open and willing to talk to them. And they thanked me and I can't believe it worked. And now I feel like they're going to come to me again. Yes. So be encouraged no matter how old your kid is, this stuff works. So then we get asked, well, okay, so they're talking to me now. They see the difference and they're coming to me with all these things. What if they ask me something and I'm not sure where I stand on it or I don't know how to answer it? Yes. This is so important. Don't ignore their questions, but instead include them in the process. And, you know, even if you're like, I'm not sure where I stand on this, you can say, well, there's two points of views on this. And one side says this and the other side says this. And I tend to lean over here because of this, this and this and maybe look up biblical scripture. Mm -hmm. But just give them the information. Invite them in. If you're struggling with something, they need to see that struggle. Absolutely. Be transparent with them. Let them share their ideas on coming to a solution. We had a game that was rated E for everyone, and there were some things that happened on the game with 
flushing animals down the toilet and there was poo <laughs> that you could feed to Boys love poo. I mean just crazy <laughs> yeah and so my son came to me and he was like mom look at this crazy thing you can do on this game rated E for everyone that we had researched and I said my goodness what do you think about that he loves it when I say what do you think about that mm-hmm. and he said I just think that's inappropriate and kind of weird and what if baby sister saw it and she thought that was okay to do and I said yeah that seems odd what do you think we should do and he said I think we should delete the game I included him on the solution and the process of getting there he felt like he was getting a say in it and he knows that it's not going to just be about mom laying down the law but us coming to a solution together and it teaches him a great skill for every area, other areas of his life that are challenging. Yeah, and as your kids get older, they're going to see stuff online, bullying, mm-hmm. um, life-threatening stuff that mm-hmm. you have to report. Mm-hmm. Like, it's important to teach your child how to report those things and why it's important. Yep. So, for example, you know, if my daughter sees something and I feel the need to call the counselor because, you know, somebody's child is at risk. Yes. Somebody, there's a life-altering thing or being threatened. And I call the counselor, but I don't tell my daughter. Well, what happens is the counselor is going to call my daughter down, and then my daughter is going to feel completely blindsided that I didn't tell her that I was reporting. So the way this works in our family, like I don't tell anybody my child's business, what they're seeing online or their their questions to me or anything unless I have their approval, one, for mm-hmm. next talk. Or if somebody's life is at stake. And at that point, we report together. So teaching them how to report and the significance of why why we want to report things. Okay, so we have mastered the parent filter. We've included them in the solution and coming through that process of getting to um, how we're going to deal with something that comes up. Now, here's the big one that comes down to trust, guys. Don't broadcast their business. Oh, yeah. Ladies, especially the first time your daughter shaves her legs, starts her period, or your son, when his voice starts to change or is cracking, please do not post that on Facebook. It immediately makes them feel like they can't trust you to keep their secrets and their business safe. It takes years to build a safe place, and it can literally be destroyed with a three-second Facebook post. You know, when my daughter started middle school, we came up with a family guideline, and it was this. I'm not going to post online about you, a picture, a bragging post, anything without your approval. And that has – she loves that. She respects that I am willing to ask her permission for that, and I humble myself for that because building that safe place with her is so important to me. Now, I have younger kids. As we said, we have people on our team all the way up through college-age students. So it's important to us that we always remind you. It's never too late to start creating that safe place with your kids. If you're hearing this information for the first time and you're overwhelmed and feeling like you started too late, do not believe that lie from the enemy. You have not messed up. There is never a too late time. Your kids are not too old. Start too late. Day. We are not going to feel defeated here. Amen, sister. We are not. All Cyber parenting has blindsided all of us, and we are figuring out together. So to wrap up, we got three points. One, remain calm. That's the parent filter. Two, include them in the process. And three, don't broadcast their business. That's a no ma'am, as no. I say. <laughs> no ma'am. And her finger and her just... finger, <laughs> yes. Uh, or a no dad, don't do it either. Yeah, we have got to keep them safe. Open communication is the key to everything we'll be talking about here, um, no matter what it is, including in our next show, we're going to be giving you some really 
helpful, practical, technical tips that you can use starting right then and there. But it all boils down again to that relationship and open communication. Yeah, we're going to cover some tools, some cyber parenting tools, give you, tell you how to set restrictions and parental controls and all of that we're going to cover. We're going to cover things like what is social media? You know, yeah. we tend to think of social media as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and um, and, and those main platforms. But sure. we need to think about social media as anybody, any app where you connect with other people. Absolutely. And there's lots of kids on social media and we don't really recognize it as social media. So we're going to cover all that stuff in the next show, that technical stuff. Yeah. And in the meantime, if you are online, check out www.nexttalk.org. That's our website for our nonprofit organization. We have lots of tools and tips there. You can connect with us there. You can also sign up to get our podcast delivered to you so that every week, even if you miss our show, you'll be able to get the tips that you need and you can go back and listen to them again and share it with your family and friends. You can also find us on social media. We'd love to connect with you there. Yeah, we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so we would love to see you there. Um, also, our curriculum. If you're a group, you can use it for free. Their video curriculum. You can email admin at nexttalk.org, and she will get you all the information that you need to use our curriculum for your group. Or if you don't have a group, there is value in getting a tribe. And yes. we're going to do a show on that, mm-hmm. on how to create an inner circle and how to get your tribe. You need a tribe on this cyber parenting journey because you are not alone. So get a couple friends together and start a group using our curriculum. And that can, group can look at a lot of different ways. We've got groups meeting all over the nation and we've got couples. It can be a mom's group, a community group, a neighborhood group, school group. However it looks for you, we've got the curriculum to meet your needs. So we'd love to connect with you that way. Yeah, we've got content, questions. It's all ready to go for you. It's pretty self-explanatory. You just meet and meet and talk. And my favorite part is that it is free. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today on Next Talk Radio. Next Talk Radio is brought to you by nexttalk.org, a nonprofit organization bringing parents, school officials, and communities together to keep our kids safe online. Find resources, videos, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. We're learning together to prepare for the next talk. Are you ready for the next talk?